The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. I would join now to discuss fertility, a very important issue for so many Irish couples with a woman who's had her own experiences, her very personal experiences, which she's willing to discuss publicly. Rosanna Davison, thank you very much for joining us. Hi, Matt. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And actually, how are all the children? You've got three under the age of what? Uh, it was three under the age of three until a few days ago, but our daughter Sophia celebrated her third birthday on Monday last week and our twins were a couple of days before her turning two. So now we have three under four. So, um, you know, there it's intense, it's busy, but it's great fun as well, particularly at this time of year with the run up to Christmas. How are they all? They're all in good form. Uh, we brought them out this afternoon and picked our Christmas tree. So there was great excitement about that. And um, yeah, I mean, we're just really enjoying, you know, the magic of of this time of year. We brought them to see Santa for the first time at the weekend. And it's, um, yeah, it's great fun. Look, it's busy. You know what it's like. You've got children as well, more than more than I do. But, um, but they're older, Rosanna. They're a lot older. It's a lot easier in some <laughs> respects when they're older. At this stage. You know, it's, it's busy, but I mean... What can I say? It's what we wanted and it's what we we fought for for a long time um, to have our family. And we're very lucky that we're here. We've got three happy, healthy children. And, you know, it's it's what we wanted. And does it make you a lot happier? And, you know, it's I really, really wanted to be a mum for a long time. And it was difficult for us um, for a number of years. Um, my husband and I had multiple early miscarriages and you know issues with infertility um we visited um, various different f- fertility clinics and experts um until we went down the surrogacy route and welcomed our daughter through gestational surrogacy in late 2019 and um then we were incredibly lucky to naturally conceive identical twin boys in March 2020 when our daughter was just about 3 months old um so that's how we we came to welcome three children um, under a year apart. The boys are just three days less than a year younger than Sophia. So it, it means that we have, you know, joint birthdays and hopefully we can have joint birthday parties for as long as we can get away with it. Um, but yeah, we were we were really lucky and um, we, we faced a battle with fertility, but it, it did work out in the end. And I'm aware it doesn't for, for everybody. I suppose, Rosanna, a lot of people when they think of infertility issues or fertility issues, they think about IVF as a possible solution. But that wasn't yours particular situation was it because you actually had no difficulty getting pregnant at all it was actually holding on to the pregnancy yes correct we decided in it was 2016 to start trying to have a family and it did work pretty much straight away but as you say I I couldn't continue the pregnancies past about six and a half weeks and I had 14 consecutive early pregnancy losses and I mean a multitude of tests um, you know a variety of specialists as I said Um, I tried every route possible every medication possible um, until we were finally told that well I was finally told that it would be unlikely that I would ever be able to carry my own child Yes, because we had age on our side, we were in our early 30s and 
by all accounts, you know, there was no issues with egg or sperm quality. We were advised that surrogacy would be probably the, the best option for us. And, you know, we were lucky. It obviously worked out. Um, as I've spoken about, we brought our surrogate and her family over from Ukraine in April this year. And they've Actually, that's the last end. time I was talking to you. You told me about <laughs> yeah. that. You were there. How was, uh, actually, and this is just a little diversion, but how has that all worked out for you? It's been great. I mean, oh, I have the utmost respect and admiration for these women who, you know, came over from um, their own country to a country where they didn't speak the language. They've settled in, they've got jobs, um, th- their little girl is in a local school and they're just getting on great. I think they're they're enjoying Ireland a lot and, you know, they've just really settled in and made a life for themselves. So it's so much admiration for us. Sorry, I diverted because we were talking about the important thing about the fact that why you're talking is you're relating your own experience of losing so many pregnancies. And I can only imagine, I mean, how hard was that mentally on you to go through that each time becoming pregnant on so many occasions and to miscarry at such an early stage each time? You know, it was incredibly, it's lonely, isolating, traumatic. Um, What we found was that um, certainly back five or six years ago, there wasn't as much um, talk or conversation about fertility and miscarriage as there is now. Um, Certainly, you know, Therapy Fertility Clinic found in their research that perceived cost of fertility treatment is a barrier for, for people seeking, you know, treatment like IVF, but also the, the fear of embarrassment or judgment. And I found that I faced that um, towards the beginning of our journey before I accepted that it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't that my body was dysfunctional or broken. But I really felt um, a sense of shame and embarrassment that I wasn't able to conceive and carry a baby to full term like my friends could. And there was a, a sort of stigma attached to it and a sense of of shame that my my biology as a woman wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. Um, I worked through that, though. I, I sort of came to terms with it and, um, you know, made peace with the idea that I was the girl who couldn't have a baby. And then, of course, went on to have the twins. But um, I feel that contributing to the conversation around fertility, around pregnancy loss, um will just help to support others going through what we went through because it was only through talking about our experiences um, with with infertility that I discovered that there are many, many other people out there and many other couples out there who are facing difficulties with fertility. Um, you For know, all sorts of reasons. All as sorts well. of reasons. You know, we all have different journeys. Um, I don't th- think any two journeys are identical when it comes to fertility and pregnancy. But, you know, the the sense of um, trauma and isolation, as I mentioned, that you, you face when you're um, having difficulties is is relatively similar. And it's just about supporting people, you know, educating, talking about it. I think education is key and raising awareness when it comes to fertility and just showing people that there are treatment options out there. It doesn't have to be prohibitively expensive. And um, therapy fertility has come out with um you know, lower cost solution, um, an ability to spread the cost as well for for fertility treatment. So it's just about making it accessible to people. You know, not everyone has their family in their traditional way anymore. And there are various ways to create a family now as, you know, we've done. So, um, you know, it's just about raising awareness and supporting others going through it. Rosanna, can I ask you, when you were pregnant with the twins, 
How anxious and nervous would you have been as the pregnancy progressed in case it would go wrong again? Do you know, I was anxious at the beginning, but once I got past that sort of first trimester, I did begin to relax because um, once you can feel the kicks and movement, and believe me, there's plenty of movement with um, with twins in there, you know, that did reassure me. Um, I was also brought in every fortnight for scans, thorough scans um, from the, there was a twin twin uh, team in the hospital who who really looked after me well. Um, I actually found it more nerve-wracking to um, know that there was a, a woman thousands of miles away pregnant with her child when we went through surrogacy. I found that um, uh, that gave me more anxiety because I wasn't in control of her everyday movements. You know, I kind of found myself thinking, oh, I wonder, I wonder what she's eating or does she check left and right when she crosses the road? Or, you know, I found that more difficult, but at least I had more control with my own pregnancy. Um, I, I knew what I was feeling. I could control what I was eating and doing and how much I was resting. So, yeah, funnily enough, I found it a little bit easier. How and was Wes during all of this? You know, one of the themes that I've made sure to discuss when it comes to fertility and and the journey that couples face is the support that you need to give each other as individuals, though, and as a couple. Um, It was crucial to us to support each other, but also to have people outside of our our marriage or our relationship that we could talk to um, in confidence. So, you know, we had family members and close friends who who knew exactly what we were going through. And it's so important to get that support um, if you are going through a fertility battle. Um, I don't think we could have done it without the support of family and friends. But Wes was great. You know, he he was the one who sort of picked me up after each pregnancy loss and dusted me off and, and you know, encouraged me to, to go again and keep trying. Um, but, you know, it's it's something that you you face as individuals and together and it's just really important to support each other and um, look after each other. I but it is different, isn't it? It's a different experience for men and mm. women because women are going through the actual physical experience of yeah. miscarriage and the man is there emotionally affected but not going through that physicality. Yeah, I mean, I had to remind myself that it was his hopes and dreams, his future as well that was dashed each time we had a pregnancy loss. But as the woman, it's very difficult to go through the hormone fluctuations, through you know the physical pain, through the the emotional pain of of pregnancy loss as well. But you know, it is it just comes down to really being there for each other. It certainly tests your relationship. And um, there was a point in around 2017 that I just said to Wes, I felt he would be better off leaving me, leaving our marriage, and going and and finding a partner who who would be able to give him children without difficulty. Um, of course, he didn't. <laughs> he wasn't having any of it. But I, I, you do get get to a dark place, I think, um, where you do feel that that your partner would be better off um, finding someone else. Um, and he, you know, he picked me up and and brought me out of that place. And, you know, it's all, it's all worked out for us now. And we just can't believe how fortunate we've been with having our family. It's a great story. Rosanna Davison, thank you very much for being with us. Uh, Rosanna, we joined us today because of research released on therapy fertility uh, and saying that cost is one of the biggest barriers to accessing fertility treatment. At least that's what about 83% of the public feel. Thank you very much, Rosanna, for being with us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.